What's up, guys, and welcome back to Everything But Hockey, and a big welcome back to hockey. Summertime hockey, I'm here for it. I don't care what time of year it is, I'm just here for it. I know you guys are just as excited as I am. The team is officially in Toronto. The boys are in the bubble. And speaking of the bubble, I have so many questions about the bubble. Like, what's really going on over there? How did the guys pack? How are the families, like our Flyers families, dealing with this divide and separation? You know, a lot of them have newborns. Um, a lot of them have young children and they have to be split up for this time. And there's so many unknowns. So obviously I have a lot of questions and, uh, my guest today is hopefully going to answer them. My guest today is Amanda Elliott and you guessed it. She's Brian Elliott's wife, but she's like so cool. Okay. She was an intelligence officer in the air force. She does so much with charity and nonprofits that she actually got her master's in nonprofits management. And she's a mom to two adorable little boys, Owen and Eddie. Like I said, we have lots that we need to talk about, so I'm going to just jump right in. I feel like I've been trying to get you on everything but hockey for a year now, so. (laughs) I guess it's almost been, yeah, it was like Halloween, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm really happy. Thank you for joining me. Um, First off, how are you? Good. Uh, Surviving and thriving. No, um, it's it's, it's good. Um, Bri left on the 9th. And um, so, yeah, I guess it's been two weeks. It seems like a lot longer than that. But um, yeah, it's been good. My sister actually um, comes in tomorrow and my mom will come um, for a couple of days too. So it's nice to have help. I've had a little bit of help here and there, like my cousin and my mom team. But so it's been good that way. But yeah, uh, I would have missed Gray. He shouted you out in one of his media interviews, (laughs) you know, just saying like, Shout out to to the families that are going through this with us. Did you see that? Yeah, it was right. super cute. Um, and my next door neighbor brought over like the newspaper article. She's like, here you go. I'm like, oh, I saw it on Twitter, but thanks. But it was nice because then I got to show, there was like a little picture in like our local like Madison newspaper, but a picture of Bryce. So then I showed it to Owen and he was thought that was cool. He's like, Dad? I'm like, yeah, oh. there he is. Is Owen the older one or the younger one? Yeah, Owen is our eldest, and Eddie is our baby. He'll be right. one Eddie, on he... the 31st. Yeah. So Brian's missing his first birthday. Yeah. But that's we'll, a common We'll have a little theme. Zoom party. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, even if he was home, I feel like Zoom parties are now the thing, like with your family and everything. Yeah. Um, is that, I imagine, like, how are you guys staying connected? Like, what's the plan? Are we FaceTiming at certain times? Or, like, do you, did you set that yet? Yeah, we've been, I guess the first couple days, it was just kind of like crazy for him and like for us, like getting adjusted and stuff. So they just had like a ton of stuff going on, like when they first check in there and he was in a hotel. So we didn't actually talk for like probably like three or four days, which is texting, like him and I texting and then, um, you know, but he, and Owen was fine too, because grandma was here. So he didn't really notice then. But then um, the last like week, we've been trying to FaceTime every day. Um, we'll usually FaceTime the boys like after or with the boys after their afternoon nap. So, and it's actually pretty funny. Like now, like Owen is almost four. So before in October, so then he'll like take the phone and he's like, okay, come on dad. And he like walks around with the phone and like, he doesn't get like, I just, I'm trying to teach him like the flip of the camera, but he'll be like, see, look, there was a weed cutter on the lake today or like, and, uh, 
we'll just like show them around like so it's kind of nice if I'm like like last night I was like cleaning up um after dinner and I was like take call your dad take the phone like that's amazing so Brian's still doing dad duty just like through FaceTime yeah it's awesome yeah and then actually last night it was Brian's idea to um I, we got Eddie down to bed, but then with um, Owen, we read books before bed every night, and Brian, we called him, we FaceTimed him, and then I held the book, and he, because it was a book that, like, he's never, he doesn't have, or we, like, it was a new book, so I held it, and then he read it to uh, Owen, like, when we, so we were all, like, together, so it was really cute, and Owen really liked it, so we'll probably do that, that again. That's, like, the cutest, that's definitely a new Elliot tradition. And after yeah. people hear that, that's a great idea. So yeah. Cute. So, I mean, just so he can hear his voice. And then it was like a new book. And there was like these little like ducklings that they, in like, that's hidden in every picture in these stories. So then like, they were like competing to see like who would find it first. And it was like, he was right there. So it was fun. It was cute. I love that. Wait, now, and did you say that Brian checked into a hotel? Is he? Yeah. So when he first um, got there, he was going to stay with, Kevin Hayes but um oh because so we have some friends that are staying at our place um in our house so it wasn't available for for Bri to go back to so yeah we're just helping some friends out so they're staying there so he didn't want to kick them out so uh we are he just stayed in a hotel for a few days and then went to Hazy's house so he's there now oh wow so he's staying with like enjoy it honey They can't really do anything except no, yeah. They're just like going out to eat and stuff. But I think it's like it's Bry and then um Kevin Grant, I think, is there, Ryan Grant and then Nate Thompson. They're all at seeing at Kevin's place. And he's like, I'm like, good, good Bry, you're still in like dad mode. He's like, I vacuumed the floor last night because I was <laughs> stretching on the ground and I was kind of grossed out. <laughs> And I'm like, what? Hazy doesn't have like a cleaning, some cleaning help. And he's like, well, she, you know, he does, but he just hasn't been there in a while. And he's like, I'm like, oh. there you go, bringing your old man dad skills <laughs> too. That's so funny. So they're all of them are staying in Hayes's house until Toronto. Yeah, until they leave for the bubble, which I believe is Sunday. I think. Yep. So yeah. So okay. So yeah, there's two different hub cities. Flyers are going to Toronto. Do you know much about bubble life? Um, no, like, there was a bunch of speculation and stuff on it where like when we didn't know like what was going to happen, like when we were just like hearing about it and like, are they really going to be strict? You know, are you guys going to have like security guards and people like watching you or it's, I'm like, what, you can't even like go for a walk or anything. And Brian's like, I don't think so. Like he thinks it's going to be going to be really strict. And well, cause I was like, I'm going to be, I'm like, cause he's, he's Brian's from Toronto. He's from Newmarket, a suburb. And I was like, you know, you're going to be, and a lot of guys are from the greater Toronto area. So I was like, that would be really hard if it was me. Like, at least we're like, we're in Wisconsin. I'm like, if you were like, if I knew you were like, you know, 20 minutes down the road and I could, but I couldn't see you. And it ended up being like a really long, like, you know, a couple months. It would be, that would be really hard. The bubble like is really strict. It sounds like, like no one's going in, no one's going out. Yeah, I know. I hope so. I know, because I'm going to like, I'm going to text Chloe, one of Scott Lawton's girlfriend. I'm going to be like, Chloe, are you guys keeping it real here? Like, obeying, obeying the quarantine? Because I'm going to be like, come on, it's not fair if like, you know. The guy, oh, wait, because Chloe's like, in Toronto. Family. Yeah, or there's like different, you know, or there's like, a t- like I said, a ton of people in Toronto. I'm going to yeah. be mad and be like, Bri, if you're, you know, 
you know, you know, obeying the rules and staying like quarantined. We can't see you. You can't see your little ones and family. I'm like, everybody else better keep it up too. Like, but I'm sure they will. So, I mean, it's serious. So which I'm is a good kind of thing asking Bray. It is. Yeah, it's really it, is. it should be. But I was just like, are totally. you ready for that? You're going to feel like a caged animal. Like it's going to be kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. Like what if you guys go stir crazy and like can't you go for a walk? But I think he told me he said it, it's more like a campus. So yeah. they'll be able to like go outside and they'll be and then they're having like excursions. So they'll probably oh. like go golfing and stuff like that. So they won't go completely stir crazy. Oh, I didn't know that. Because, That's cool. Yeah. So I mean, like, they have to have that. Otherwise, I mean, I would go nuts, too. You can't just, like, sit in a hotel all day. No. And, like, you you just, like, you need to stay physically healthy. Mental health is so important. So if you're just cooped up, feeling like you're going nuts, yeah. that's not going to do anyone any good. Yeah. Excursions so... reminds me of, like, did you ever go on a cruise? <laughs> no, I haven't, but. Well, um... on cruises, they do excursions where you go, like, snorkeling. Oh, right. <laughs> Yeah, so I just that's what I associate. So when you said excursions, it just like made me laugh a little. But like they're gonna go whole... horseback riding on some like skinny, skinny weak horses. <laughs> the guys are gonna be like, like wading in the ocean. Well, yeah. there's no ocean in. So what am I saying? But yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it, on a on a vacation you do that. Wow. So you guys, I mean, you found out all the information about this while the rest of us did. And I mean, you know more than we do. But like, what was Brian's consensus and like? Is he all right? Like, what's how's his mental state? He's good. I mean, we kept really busy um, when we the whole time being here, so we had a lot to do, a lot going on, and then just like with the little kids, it's like your life didn't change that much because it's a lot of like caretaking and like and I'm you know you're home, try to give them a routine and stuff anyway. So we we stayed pretty busy, but then yeah, I mean it was nice. It was like you know the first like month or six weeks, whatever was like kind of like honeymoon phase of quarantine like yay we're all together and this is great and then and then you know I feel like he kind of that's when he like really started to get like antsy and work you know wanted to the guy just want to know right too especially the point in Brian's career too that he's like this better not be it this better not be like the end of my career right now because he's like there better be you know he wanted to have a season and next season and um so he just wanted wants to play hockey so he was that was hard just the the last like few weeks not knowing yeah if it was going to happen and um you know he tried to stay updated on like the calls and stuff Uh, James Van Reem's like is there NHLPA rep and he always was really good about communicating with everybody so um it was good but just stuff that you would like see on the news like you know we tried to only like watch a little bit and listen to credible sources like yeah otherwise yeah what is it called? Like doom scrolling? I think I read that somewhere. Doom scrolling. Just, is like, that the reading, term? Like, yeah. <laughs> when you just like rabbit hole into the internet and read all these different theories and you're just like, oh my God, what's real? Yeah. So yeah. So he did a good job of like avoiding that stuff, but he was ready to go back and was excited. He was waiting until like a done deal. Like he wasn't going to go back because he had kind of a, you have a pretty good setup here as far as like he had ice time and there was a couple Where is other, here? Um, where are you guys? Uh, we're, Where just, are you? we're in Madison, Madison, okay. Wisconsin. Yeah. Okay. Or just like a little community outside. Um, but there's a, other like NHLers that he played at University of Wisconsin. So his old teammates there, um, like Joe Pavelski and Ryan, Ryan Suter. And um, there's like a bunch of college guys here. So he had, they had ice and like Ryan has like his own, it's like a rink. So it was very like safe and private and they could skate and keep everything really 
really safe. So he had a good setup here. And then just with like the kids, he wanted to wait until like the last possible minute. So he was probably like one of the last guys to show up. But so sorry well, for good reason. But, <laughs> all, all but, yeah. Anyone that's a dad, I'm sure, you know, understand. Yeah. And I was like that too. I'm like, can you wait? Like at first he was going to leave like Sunday, like the Sunday before. And then he found out like Canada day that like, Oh God, everything got pushed back. The training camp day got pushed back three, three days. Mm-hmm. So then it was like, yippee day and then I like convinced him to stay one more day to like so he left like on our anniversary which was July 9th but oh. um but it's not I mean yeah it is what it is but did you um, guys do something I was just happy with the extra day like he got celebrate. me flowers yeah I felt bad because I literally didn't get, I didn't do anything because I was we were just in like packing like you birthed his two children and are raising them your friends yes yeah I'm like I'll just hold it down here I'll probably pay him back at some point I'll send him a care package when he gets in the bubble or something Pay him back. Yeah. I feel like after this, he owes you. <laughs> That's true. No, yeah. You're basically a single mom for the next undisclosed amount of time. Yeah. Yeah, it's rough. I was actually, it's funny because I was telling, talking to my um, good girlfriend, Alana Reeves, Brian Reeves' wife. They're in Vegas. And we were texting and um, the charity group that I have done work with, Operation Shower, it works with, mil- does baby showers for military moms and um, military families. And we, I was like, just think about, we both were kind of like talking about it. I'm like, just think about like our operation shower ladies, because they do this all the time, like for long period, longer periods. And, you know, and they don't have like the support, you know, that we have in some ways. So, and she's like, yes, she's like, oh my God, I was totally like thinking about them. So that's another reason why. So I'm like, don't feel too sorry for myself, but. <laughs> no, and it's all perspective. But it is hard. Yeah, it, it is. I know. Yeah. I feel like there's no like quarantine, um, you know, hardship contest to win. It's like everybody's going through some, some right yeah, now, everyone's so. fighting their own battle differently during this time, especially like we all have, you know, but we all know, yeah. like, I mean, what you're going through is public in the sense of, we know families are being separated for this time. So yeah, yeah. like it is hard. You're allowed to admit that. And yeah, after <sighs> quarantine, I mean, it's almost like you were together for all this time. And so then the boys get used to that. Yeah. Like what was, I know you said the first like six weeks were kind of honeymoon stage, which I can imagine then probably things like got normal, but um, what was your routine like during quarantine? What did you end up doing a lot of, was there anything you did that was particularly fun to keep busy with the boys? Yeah. So that it, it was hard like leaving. Cause yeah, I, I know everybody's dealing with that with the, they were home for four months and every day, all day, every day. And Owen, Brian is such a good dad. He's very hands-on. Um, so Owen was like his little sidekick, like glued to him, like on his side all day, like as much as possible. But um, so yeah, so we just built this house and it was finished like in September and we moved in August. So uh, we, it was, there were still, we hadn't even actually like lived in it or stayed in it. So there were boxes everywhere and stuff still. So that seriously, the first, like, yeah, the first like month we were just like, we, unpacking. there was always something to do. Yeah. We were like unpacking or like, you know, putting stuff away or cleaning or organizing. And like, so there was always a ton of stuff to do. And then, um, we, so we live on, on a lake, we're on Lake Mendota and there was like a bunch of work to do with like where I had to pick out like a lift like a new pier and a lift and get the boats ready and so that was all um you know that just like took up a lot of time but and and just like kept us always entertained and there's like a park nearby so we spent so much time outside we're kind of out in the country and then we Brian and Owen did a lot of fishing so they 
fished all the time. So that was like a big routine for them too. Like, and once we got the boats in, like in May, um, they would go fishing a lot in the mornings and at night and yeah, we just, and then Brian would like do his workouts in the morning. We just got, I don't know, we're pretty, we're pretty like homebodies, I guess that it wasn't, I mean, we would have loved to like go out, gone out to dinner together <laughs> on a date night, but so I don't know, that just kind of like passed the time when you're with like little kids, it's just like, it's, you know, you're just like living constantly chasing nap them. time to bedtime. I swear. I'm just like, okay, let's go. It's like preparing meals, cleaning meals, and then repeat three times a day. And it's like, it's crazy. And then did Owen, but, did Owen have to do virtual schooling? No, cause he it will be four in October. So he was in oh. preschool um, back in Haddonfield where we live. And they like sent these little, the cute little booklets of like what he did and like sent his little, like what he would have gotten when school was done, his little like graduation book. But um, I think Brian has that actually, but, but he, he is actually doing pretty good. I think he like, he's young enough. Like, so the stage is really hard because they're young and you know, they just, they both, Eddie and Owen both require like a lot of care and it's hard when you can't like go to do normal things. But then, you know, on the flip side of that, like silver lining is that they don't need to be in school. So I'm, I think I'm glad that I, we don't have to deal with that. And we're lucky. Um, our grand, our neighbors, our grandparents and their grandkids are over often. So he has like little friends to play with next door outside awesome. pretty often. Like they go swimming and stuff. So it's been good. He had, he didn't even really like mention school. So I was like, you meant, like remember school? Probably not. He was like, like summer started early. I mean, yeah. three and a half, you know, like, yeah, he wasn't into like crafts and stuff anyways. Like he was still pretty like wild. Like he just literally in the last, like, he just like started, loves recess. Yeah. He just like, wanted to like be out and like playing and yeah. So it was good. It was good. So we're, I'm, you know, happy that way that we don't, that he's not like, feel like he's missing out really on, on much. And Eddie's a baby and he's just chilling. He's just along. Oh my gosh. Ride. Your baby is the cutest thing. <laughs> I forget what we were doing the day that I like stole him. We were wrapping pucks, I think. Yeah. And you, you were for so good with him. You held him forever. We were wrapping pucks oh, for the carnival, I, I think. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. mystery pucks. I never yeah. wanted to let Eddie go. He's <laughs> just like the perfect baby. I mean, I, I know he's so chill. I was only with him for an hour, but he's so chill. <laughs> and then Owen was like running circles around him and Eddie's just like, I know. Chill. So chill. Just watching. Yeah. They're what crazy else? now. Now Eddie's running circles with his little walk. He's not walking yet, but he's got a pusher and he's like a little walker thing and he runs around with that. How did you explain it to Owen where dad was going? Like, did you just tell him? Like, how do you yeah. explain that to a three and a half year old? Yeah. You know, we didn't really like talk, like we knew it was coming, right? Like it was like this impending thing where it was even like, you know, in, in June. Or I would always just kind of talk about like, okay, when you leave, like just kind of talking about that. But like we didn't, so he probably heard Brian and I like talking about it to each other because he picked up on things even if he didn't say anything. So he like heard us talking about it, but we didn't actually say it until like, because his concept, their concept of time is still not like full, like developed at this point. So we were like, a couple days before, I think like two days before we were like, okay, so daddy, daddy's got to leave to go play, to go play hockey. Cause daddy, and then we, you know, we just like made it like a positive spin. Like, and then Bri, Bri would tell him like, yeah, dad's going to go, go back and play with the flyers. And we got to go for that Stanley cup. We got to win the Stanley cup. And like, we still read like hockey books and everything. He loves Brady Brady. They're great hockey books for kids. Um, so yeah. So he like has that connection. Um, so that helps. 
and then I, we were walking one day and I remember saying something like my mom was with me I think and I, we were walking with Owen and he was like yeah it's a yeah dad's leaving but it's okay mom because he'll come back and I'm like that's right bud like he will come back it's like but that's what we're like we don't know when but he is gonna come back like at least he's like lighthearted and positive about it like he's yeah so we were yeah so so that was good um and now but now is the hard time because he's gone and there's no hockey on tv to watch yet so it's like I just I can't wait till they start playing and then we can be like there's data like there's the flyers like that's where he is like he's playing hockey so and then we can and watch and cheer and everything so he's excited are you that are you excited to like have a little watch party, even if it's just the three of you? Like, what a, do you have any plans oh, yeah. to? I think my mom is going to be here on their first game because Eddie's got his um, one year checkup like soon after that. So she's going to help me out watching Owen. But yeah, we'll have a watch party. I'll do it up. We'll like have some like, I don't know, I'll make some junk, junk food. We'll have like some French fries or something and popcorn. I'll make some popcorn like because Owen loves popcorn. And we'll just like, we're gonna, I'm gonna duck the boys out and we're all gonna wear like our flyer stuff. Like, I have my cute wives jacket that the, um, that the, all the girls got. So we'll wear that. And then Brian actually just sent us um, these face masks, like the flyers face masks, the fanatics ones. So Wait, we're, well, oh, are they different than these? Let me see. I don't know where I got this. Yeah, you know, what? I haven't even opened up the package yet, but that's pretty sweet and he'll love it. You needed to get like a cute family photo of you guys all decked out with like the popcorn or whatever junk food. For your, oh like, yeah, playoff situation. Um, yeah, for Brian obviously, but then like I want to see it too. Um, yeah, but wait. Sure. Speaking of, there was there is a picture of like the two boys sitting in Brian's suitcase. Yeah, that was like when he was packing in the day. Yeah, because they are just into everything. So it's like you're trying to do what whatever you're trying to do, they're just like in it and on you. <laughs> so wait, it makes me really curious. How did he pack for the bubble? Like uh, he. Well, first of all, we were like, he doesn't even have, I don't even remember like how we like got here, like what we even used. Cause we had like a whole trailer, but he was like, oh, I don't have like, maybe we like brought a suit. He didn't even have like a suitcase, like a good suitcase. Cause I think it was one of those things where like, yeah, we need to order one. We'll just use these like duffel bags and stuff like when we came. So he was like, <laughs> so that was kind of funny. We we're like, we don't have like a good suitcase for you. But, um, yeah, he just wait. Has, so does Brian not have a suitcase for the, for? I don't know. Remind <laughs> me. I'm gonna text him right now. Be like, honey, honey, do not forget to buy yourself a suitcase yeah, before you. You have leave. literally 48 <laughs> hours till you leave. So Amazon Prime that right now. It might yeah, be in his like, house. <laughs> yeah, be like, honey, you need to do that. Um, <laughs> no, I don't even know what he packed. He, I mean, I'm not one of those wives that like packs and unpacks his stuff for him. He's a grown man, so. Fair. He, That's I mean, fair. he packed like his uh, because they don't have to do suits. Too, I was yeah. just gonna say they don't have to do suits. That alleviates like a lot of packing. He's he's rustic. He's a rustic man, like low maintenance. So he just packed like you know some of his like shoes and some just like street clothes, and then you know like his iPad and stuff like that. But he's um, yeah, just like the basics. I Simple. Guess. Yeah, nothing bad. It was pretty. Yeah, it was only a couple bags, and then like you know all of his hockey gear takes up so much room, but. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty easy. I can't, like, I'm just like laughing at the suitcase thing. <laughs> I know, right? Where I'm like, oops, like. I'm like, what's on the packing list? You're like, he, he doesn't have a suitcase. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I put on Instagram earlier that I was doing, that you were going to be on the podcast. And I got oh, some yeah. fan questions that are really good. 
Okay. Um, all right, let's see. Oh, okay. Ask her about her career before Brian. I read she was in the army. Not right. army, air force. It was career during Brian, I guess, like with Brian. So we met um, at the university of Wisconsin when we were really young, like 18. And I was doing Air Force ROTC then. So that's how I was an officer in the Air Force. So we met. So we both kind of like had our own plan. So it was, it was great um, that way. Because like we knew like when we graduated, I was like, I'm doing this. I commissioned and I joined active duty and I'm off. And then he's like, I'm going to go play in the NHL. So we did our own things. But, um, but yeah, we stayed together through it all. Um, I was an intelligence officer. Yeah. So I was in the 319th OSS. So I was in the Air Mobility Command working with heavies. So like refuelers and um I did mostly refuelers KC-135s um and then when I was um at Manas we did some work with C-17s I did some work with C-17s but with uh, C-17s you're literally speaking Chinese oh, oh the um so the KC-135 is just like a big gas tank like in the air it does like the refueling of um you know in-air refueling of fighter jets and what Whoa. anything really and um the C-17 is just like a transport, the big, like their main transport air, aircraft. Um, so I would brief uh, crews, air crews before and after they came back um, on missions. And then like when I was home, um, I was actually staying, stationed in North Dakota for three years. I did training for a year because um, Intel school is really long. And then, um, and then I was stationed in North Dakota for three years with two deployments to um, Al-Udeed Air Base in Qatar or Qatar and uh, Manas Air Base, which I think, which is now closed and that's in Kyrgyzstan. How long um, were those deployments? Uh, I was gone for like five months each on both of them. So they weren't like too long, but. What made you want to join the Air Force? It was just something that I always like kind of knew I wanted to do. I don't know. I watched a lot of war movies with my dad growing up. <laughs> um, my brother was in the Air Force. And my, my grandpa was in the army. I feel like I just watched movies and it was just like something, you know, noble and, you know, honorable to do. And I wanted to travel and see the world and do something hard. But yeah, it was, it was crazy. It was, you know, really, some really, really tough experiences and some really rewarding experiences. I'm like proud of myself that I did it. When I think about like 23 year old me, like sitting up there, like briefing like kernels and stuff, like giving them an intelligence brief. That's wild. Like, yes, I did that. Or like, I had to grow up really fast. You're like thrown into the fire. No, wait, were you and Brian together during this whole time? We did long distance for like two years or no, not two years, four years, the whole time. And um, wow. made it work. We saw each other once every two months and it was, it was hard, but yeah. So, so that was, it was good. It was, I got out, yeah, four years and we got married and yeah, but I kept working like, I was a teacher instructor at the bar method and I did a lot of volunteering with like um, girls on the run and is that when you got and then like operation shower and operation shower yeah Yeah. that's how I got connected with them Uh um so I did a lot of volunteering and I got my master's while I was doing that um master's in what uh non-profit management so it's like just like an MBA but focusing on non-profit organizations so that's something like I want to you know, setting myself up in the future to, you know, work once we're, we live in one place all year round, um, that uh, I can see myself, you know, using that in the future. So, well, if anyone is prepared for this, like, you know, separation and him away, you taking care, like, it's you. You guys did four years of it, right? Yeah. It's easier when I was by myself. Yeah. I know. I, it was like, 
it was no, oh you my, have two little ones to yeah be responsible I, it, for. with hockey I was like I never realized how much you were gone until we had children because I didn't like care as much before <laughs> I mean I always missed them but it was just like my dog and then I was like I was working or you know teaching yeah, yeah, yeah. you're and, keeping yourself busy yeah but then with kids I'm like oh my god when are you you're like back? can someone like, help me <laughs> no. or yeah because he's great he really is like my life partner he's very hands-on and you guys are couple goals Oh, I'm happy for you guys. Um, <laughs> then I get this. Okay, wait. So this one, we, I don't know how you're going to answer this one. What's it like being a hockey wife? People don't get to hear much from the wives, except on this podcast. But Amanda, what's it like being a hockey wife? What's it like? I don't know. Like, um, all right, well, maybe we skip over this one. I'll edit Oh, I'll, I'll just say this. Cause this is like so okay. funny. And this is like the kind of stuff that like the wives we like, we joke about. It's like, everyone's like, so do you? go on the road with them and we're like no we don't go on the road with the husband we don't travel everyone's like do you travel with the team we're like no that's like the number one question you get asked from people in general and no you don't because you the guys are only in a city for one to two days and then they move on to the next but I think baseball is the only sport that the families travel because they're there for like a week and then they go on to the next so yeah yeah, I get that. I don't know. It's I'm grateful. I love the hockey life. It's a great life. We traveled a lot. Um, it's it's really you know it's different for your life is different depending on what, like what stage you're at. Like if you have kids or if you you know when you have a family. So I would say for us personally, I'm glad we waited longer. Like Brian and I are both 35, so we waited until you know we were older that we had kids. We were married for five years and he was playing a while, and we traveled a lot. So it was a great it's been a great life. I'm very grateful for everything we've gotten with hockey and yeah, it's good. Good. Answer. No complaints here. <laughs> Except I miss my husband right now. So. <laughs> I, you're allowed to. Um, well, this might be like far distant memory, but does your family have a routine on home game days, naps, specific meals? Um, back in like, that's right it's like fun looking back and like seeing how things have evolved right from like before kids to like having kids now um game days no I always just kind of like left him alone like and Brian's like independent too or it's like I'm just never we've never been that couple where I don't have to like he doesn't expect me to like make his pregame meal every day and I'm just like no so (laughs) but like he kind of changes too like he switches it up like he would go to like back in the, like in St. Louis, he would like go to, a, or in, like Ottawa, like when he was first starting, he would like go to a restaurant with like the guys, but then um, like for pregame lunch, but then he like switched that up. And like once he came to Philly, then he was, I think it's cause yeah, he wanted to be home more cause he would like try to have lunch with Owen. So then now he'll just kind of like get stuff either from the rink or he'll go to like Whole Foods and like get his own thing. Does he like, have a specific yeah, pregame meal or does he also switch um, that up? It's usually like, I think he does, it's like salmon usually and like some kind of pasta and like a sweet potato and like veggies, like either like a salad or like green beans or something. Um, Hitting all the, like all the food pyramid. (laughs) Yeah. Right. He like, yeah, a little bit of everything. Um, But yeah. And then he usually takes like a two hour nap and then heads out. Like trying to think, I remember like back in college when we met, like he used to, like when he was younger, like it used to be like crazier. I remember like I would that's like the craziest he ever was. Like I would have to make him like a card, like a good luck card. And then like, we wouldn't talk. I think I remember like when we first like started dating, he was like, 
you can't we can't talk on game days and I'm like okay I didn't care <laughs> like oh. all right bye like, wait this is when the when like you're spilling the tea you guys yeah you gotta write him a card we were, like 18 yeah what and did the card like, say like good luck yeah I would just like go get them stupid like we're really we're really like big nerds and like corny but I would write something like if they were playing he was in like the W it was the WCHA back then so if they were like playing the gophers I'd be like gophers schmofers and like write something and like put like some stupid gopher on it and then like it would just be like something totally like childish and like stupid but I did it like once and then he like did well so then he like wanted it all the time so I'm like okay um so that was like the craziest that I feel like he'd ever be oh but he oh yeah everybody always asks like what are your superstitions and then he always says like I don't share my superstitions I just out I don't know (laughs) but you guys don't do it anymore that one's dead yeah that one's dead that's done and wait I do have a I have a follow-up yeah so you write in his card and then did you give it to him silently because you couldn't speak after that or like you just leave it I don't know now that I'm like thinking about it I'm like what did we do like I must have no it must have been the night before I would make it like the Thursday because in college they always played like Friday Saturday so I'd probably see him like Thursday that's that's what it was I would see him like Thursday and I would give it to him yeah it's the cutest thing ever I mean, it's cute, but I'm also kind of like, if he you're so crazy, great, I'm, you're, the, I'm the kind that would be like, no, you're being a little crazy now. You're not gonna, we're not gonna, um, this isn't what make, makes you good at hockey, honey. It's like, you're, you know, but he probably has stuff that he doesn't even tell me, like probably at the rink or something that he probably does stuff a certain way, a certain order. He's always like one of the first guys and like, well, definitely one of the last guys to leave. So he does a lot of his like hot tub and cold tub afterwards. He does all that. He's like obsessed with that. So, wow. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's amazing. That's really good. Um, okay, well, that covers what his pregame ritual routine is. So, we're not going into that one. Um, what do the Elliott kids like most about the Philly region? I mean, Eddie probably doesn't even know where he is because <laughs> he was like five months when he left Philly. But yeah, yeah. Um, he does love Gritty now. Like, he was scared at first. Like, when he, we first, moved he was uh only one I think when Gritty like first made his appearance and then he was scared but now he loves it so he loved Gritty you know what was the change how did he like go from being scared to I don't know like we just said I think he just got older and then he saw like all the other kids with them like downstairs Mm -hmm. in like the family area and then I was like you know just because someone looks scary doesn't mean that they're mean like he life lesson through Gritty (laughs) and like he's he's nice so um yeah, he loves Gritty. He loves, um, obviously, just, like, the Flyers and hockey. But we really loved, um, I don't know, there's just, like, so much to do as kids. Like, we went to, like, like all the museums. Like, he went, he loved the please touch museum. Still a thing. Yeah. 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 And then, like, I think I grew up there. Yeah. It's so awesome. And then even, oh, so for his third birthday, um, when Brian, when they got back from that, like, crazy European road trip, when he was gone, like, so much for, like, a month. For his birthday present, Brian took him to Diggerland in, it's in like a Jersey suburb. I don't know which one, but it's like a theme park and Brian, him and Brian, just him and Brian went and like, you go, just the two of you are going to go, go to this amusement park. And they were like, they have like these life-size like excavators and like go-karts and trucks and like all this stuff that's just like a toddler's preschooler's dream. So him and Brian went and spent like a whole day there together <laughs> and Brian had a lot of fun too 
but uh yeah so that's oh, been a highlight there's just so much you've been amazing thanks for doing this thanks. i'll let you go are the boys now you're like killing it too i love like your stay ready videos thank you i'll tell the, the team best. because that was a collaboration interviewing the microwave was not my idea <laughs> Stop right now. I love that Amanda Elliott was staying ready along with all of us and watching the videos that we're putting out. That's just so cool to me. Um, but I feel like she answered so many of our questions. And I say are because a lot of those questions at the end, they were all pulled from you guys. I did an Instagram story. I said, submit a question for Amanda. And then if I didn't shout your question out, that just means we covered it earlier in the interview. But um, I really like doing that. And if you're into it as well, let me know in the reviews. Please leave a five star if you enjoyed the episode. And if you're not already subscribed, hit that subscribe button. And until next time, stay safe and healthy and let's go Flyers.